The Gotham City waterfront, the smell of rotting timbers, and the river's murmuring blend with the click-clackety of high heels and a waft of expensive perfume as a brutish figure stealthily follows a beautiful mini-skirted vision, and in turn is followed by the dread stalker of the night, the Batman. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of The Brave and the Bob. And I am here once again to talk some Brave and the Bold, and I am with uh, one of my uh, regular co-hosts, uh, Evan. How are you, man? I'm doing all right, sir. How are you? Oh, I am fantastic. Uh, you and I, you know, we've uh, got a few issues here on the docket from uh, an original conversation that we talked about, and uh, this is uh, one of them we're going to cover today, and this is a crazy one, and we were just talking offline, and I said about how I'd never read this one before, even though I've had the trade for a little while now, but glad I read this one because I'm not too... Uh, I'm I'm a little fuzzy on Aquaman, so this is going to be a, a brave and the bold team up between Batman and Aquaman. So this is uh, issue 82, uh, cover date of February March uh, 1969. So, uh, what did you uh, think of this one overall? Here, just you know, big picture. Well, it, it like I was telling you uh, offline, it it struck me a little odd at first. I mean, there's there's some great craziness, and there's a a, a terrific uh, subplot that. I kind of want more information on, and yet at the same time, I feel like it, it, it works as it is. But um, there was a little bit of confusion for me. But it, but I put some some pieces together, and uh, that 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 let me uh, sit sit back and enjoy it a lot more. So, uh, but yeah, I uh, I mean, uh, like like we've said before, it's hard to go wrong with any of these. I mean, it's just fun, crazy uh, comic book action. Absolutely. And when you have these uh, creators involved, it's always going to be a good time. So why don't we, uh, speaking of creators, look at the cover here. So this is a pretty cool cover here by uh, Neil Adams and Dick Giordano, right? Yes, indeed. Yeah, you got uh, Aquaman uh, looking like he could could use some sleep, but kind of, you know, zombie walking away from Batman who is yelling while underwater, apparently. Uh, <laughs> for him to save him from a, an octopus or, or a squid and... Uh, you know, the rap on Aquaman, inaccurately, is that all he does is talk to fish. And right here, you've got, like, hey, the one situation where even Super Friends-era Aquaman would be useful, and he's not pulling his weight. <laughs> yeah, he, he's showing us another superpower he has, apparently getting drunk and walking on the ocean floor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that takes talent, you know. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's blasted out of his skull. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Batman. He's uh, being a, he's chained to an anchor and being attacked by a squid. And he's saying, one command from Aquaman and I'm saved. But he's walking away. <laughs> but it's it's those great. You know, I uh, you know, a lot of times if you see stuff I write or um I, if I'm on uh, source material with, with Jesse Starcher, you'll hear me complaining about, uh, you know, how covers these days are just glorified pinups, you know, or even variants with the characters who aren't in, in the book. But this is exactly the kind of thing that you, you pick up and you got to know, hey, what's going on here? Yeah, really. And there's a, a, a box in the corner that says the sleepwalker from the sea. But uh, yeah, really good stuff, man. This is a great cover. I really like it. I think the colors are really good. You know, everybody looks good. Aquaman's on point. Uh, Batman and our crazy friend, the squid here as well. So <laughs> and now I can actually see the colors, uh, you know, before I've been reading out of uh, the showcase editions, which are fantastic. And I, I do not mean to denigrate them in any way, but there's been a couple things I've missed because it was in black and white. And so I found this on uh, the Hoopla app, it's a free app uh, available through a lot of local libraries. And they have a ton of comics on there. Other books, too. Movies, music, all kinds of stuff. But I uh, I usually get it for the comics. 
Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we were talking about that as well beforehand here. I, I'm definitely have to check that out because I'm sure there's plenty of stuff they have on there that I don't have and I'd love to check out. So I will have to give that a peek after we're done here, man. But uh, okay, so Aquaman, the sleepwalker from the sea here. This is a script by our buddy Zany Bob Haney. Uh, and then uh, artwork is Neil Adams. And letters by Irish Schnapps. So, uh, yeah, Neil Adams, again, you know, just, you know, passed away earlier this year. But, yeah, can't go wrong with Neil Adams' artwork. Even, you know, 1969 here, it's he was still already uh, pretty pretty sharp with his art, right? Yeah. And Aquaman is not the first character I would think of when I think of Neil Adams. You know, I, I, I think of, of course, you know, he did Green Lantern and Green Arrow, so obviously mm-hmm. he uh, he he has has range, but I don't I don't know I, I I think of him I guess as being a little more dark and gritty, and that's not how we're uh, how we're supposed to think of Aquaman, at least not uh, pre nineties, but uh, it it works here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're not kidding. It does. It's uh it's great stuff. I mean, Adams was one of those guys that could draw anything. You know, he was you know top uh, top level you know A lister. So even if you don't think of this guy or that character or somebody, he's a uh, he could do it, man. He he was he was just that good, right? Yeah, and and that that may be me just uh you know associating him with more of these street level characters. Uh, I'm not uh, certainly not uh, suggesting he he couldn't uh, draw the others, but that's uh that's how that's how he was set in my head for whatever reason. So yeah, I kind of feel like Aquaman to me. I think of either Ramona Freyden or Jim Apparel. That's about it. Gotcha. You you are you are more versed in the. The, the artists than me, I, I tend to gravitate more toward the writers. Uh, not that I could, I don't know that I could keep up with them, but, uh, I, you know, I've always been more interested in writing. My, uh, my art hasn't really advanced much uh, beyond my elementary school years. So uh, just about <laughs> any artist, I'm like, wow, how do they do it? Yep. I'm, stick people are where I'm at too. So it's <laughs> nothing, uh, nothing to look down on anybody there from my perspective with art. That's for sure. <laughs> so all right well uh yeah why don't we jump into this one here so this is uh, a synopsis from uh the the dc fandom website so uh it says while trying to stop a theft and murder by at the gotham docks batman is mysteriously attacked by aquaman suspicious of the marius enterprises company batman decides to investigate as bruce wayne feigning an interest in donating money to the company's project to build a sea city however his knowledge of the goings-on puts him at risk and company head Marius orders Aquaman to kill Wayne. Surviving the attempt and bringing Aquaman to Gotham PD headquarters, Batman helps Aquaman snap out of his hypnosis. Aquaman reveals that Marius is really his half-brother, Ocean Master. So, all right, well, I'll stop there. I won't go all the way here and, and say everything that it says there. There's a little paragraph left there. But why don't we just dive into this, and you know, we'll, we'll discover the rest on our own here. So what do you think of this, uh, <laughs> this crazy uh, first page here where we're seeing this uh, scene at the docks? This is really, really good stuff here, visually and everything, you know, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it it sets a definite mood. And, you know, if you just look at that top panel and you're thinking, okay, this lady's in danger and Batman's about to save her. And then they completely turn things around. And uh, by the time it's over, you got a guy in scuba gear uh, firing a, a spear gun into the guy's back. Yeah, you got some guy that looks like he's following this chick uh, on the docks here, and you don't know if uh, he's a rapist or a, a thief or what's going on with him. But, yeah, like you said, all of a sudden this car comes screeching by, and the girl jumps in the car, and Batman's back there, and he's thinking to himself, car, picking up the girl, what gives here? And then all of a sudden, like you said, the guy in the scuba deer, uh, twung, and right in the back he shoots this guy. And, you know, there's a little bit of a mystery here, but Batman right away is like, I'll grab the killer. 
And he says, uh, the car coming back. And the car swings back around. And the guy in the scuba gear tosses something to the person driving the car. And you can see what it is. I don't know if it's supposed to look like a necklace or a medallion of some kind, but he does toss it to the guy. And Batman decides he's going to uh, jump on the car. And, uh, you know, the car's swerving around and kind of like knocks him off a bit. But before Batman can figure out what's going on here, he gets grabbed from behind and says, You. And here's uh, our next uh, partner in this uh, story, right? Yes, indeed. Um, I, I like Batman's dialogue. Um, and again, I, I had read this, but it had been so long, so I wasn't initially sure who it was. And he says, oh, grip like a king crab's bite. <laughs> Oddly okay. specific. Um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but you know, it, it's not, I guess, till the next page after Batman's been shot by the spear gun that we find out that it was Aquaman he saw. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really tell it's him on that first page, but like you said, yeah, then that dude with the spear gun hits Batman in the shoulder, and it looks like he's going to fall off the docks into the water, and then all of a sudden somebody dives in after him, and you can, yeah, you can kind of tell a little bit it there. It's Aquaman, and then uh, then Bruce is, or I'm sorry, Batman is waking up at uh, uh, the side of Jim Gordon here, and I don't know if they're supposed to be in a hospital or it's at, you know, the, the Gotham headquarters or where the heck they're at here. It looks a little like nebulous here. I'm I'm guessing it's the morgue because you had the uh, the victim there and they probably wouldn't take Batman to just any garden variety uh, hospital. Yeah, it's, it's my guess anyway. I also wanted to mention um, when when you see Batman in the water and you get that hint of uh, Aquaman, there's also fish that that fish Batman out of the water, for lack of a better term. That's some pretty exotic looking species for like Gotham Harbor. Yeah. What do they have? Like a, a stingray there? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, of course, I guess if Aquaman's in town, you know, maybe he, he brought some friends with him. But I, I don't know. That just that kind of struck me as odd. But yeah, you got um, you got Batman waking up and uh, a more understanding uh, and easygoing Commissioner Gordon than the last time we talked. <laughs> he's yeah, not he's... yelling at him. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's not so bossy in this one and blaming yeah. everything on Batman and yelling at him. So yeah, there's there there's at least that. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So he he kind of is like you know telling Bruce and Bruce is like, listen, dude, I'm telling you, it was Aquaman. You know, he was helping one of my favorite uh, villain names ever, Otto Chernak. <laughs> <laughs> what? What kind of a name is that? That's crazy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I love it. And then, but yeah, we we get the exposition about New Marine City and uh, some some excellent uh, film noir dialogue. Whoever zapped him knew he was dame happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like Mickey Spillane here wrote this one. Like, did somebody ever talk like that? But uh... mm, but I love on page five here. We we see uh, Batman. He uh, the doctor needs you need further medical attention. And Batman says, "I'm okay. Besides, I just remembered I've got a date." A real heavy date I mustn't miss. And back at uh, uh, stately Wayne Manor here, I guess, there's Alfred trying to take care of him. And he says uh, he has this uh, date. He says, I have full confidence in your medical skills, Alfred. Just so I stay upright for Elsa, the most beautiful girl in the world. And he's looking at like a poster of her. And <laughs> I'm not sure what she does for a living. Model of the year, maybe it says on the poster yeah. there. And then how about that dialogue between Alfred and uh, Bruce there? <laughs> <laughs> May I ask if this new attachment means the end of Batman's bachelorhood? Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Don't get the old shoes and rice just yet, Alfred. <laughs> what? 
I'm oh, still afraid. And I know this is a different era of Batman and a pre-crisis Batman and all that, but so you've got a murder. You, the the killers got away, and Aquaman is helping them, and Batman's like, "Oh, got a date." I mean, yeah, he, he's horny for that work life balance. I guess you know that's always been a been a bit of a problem for him, but not sure this is the best time to. Uh... <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you should concentrate on finding a murderer there, uh, Batman, <laughs> or remembering the other plans you had for this evening. Hmm. Yeah, well, how about the, the Yeah, he he had a date with another girl. I are so are we just going are you just going to have me do the Batman love triangle episodes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And <laughs> is this do you know offhand is this girl like a recurring character cuz I don't know this name. I'm pretty sure, let me let me check. I I was looking up um on the DC fandom wiki. I'm pretty sure this is her only appearance. Okay, so it's just the uh, the, and freak, the same the, for Elsa or Elsa, Elsa, however you say her name. I can't, I can't yeah. say. Her. So but, it's just the the freak of the week here for Bruce. <laughs> yeah, I, I I guess so. But yeah, he he already had a date with this lady. Yeah, with a cute redhead, and he has to kind of uh, yeah. push her off because he's got to go out with the most beautiful girl in the world, according to uh, him. <laughs> well, sure. he, he's he's going to be regretting that in about five minutes. Yeah, right? this. This pre-crisis Batman, man, he's a he's a bit of a flake. Now, th- this is where Gordon should be yelling at him. You yeah. Know, like, Come on. There's a murder to solve. You already had a date. You know. But, and then he's re- reciting poetry to the girl, and she's like, yes, uh, I know uh, I know all about it. And she says, Bruce, we're not here so you can practice your playboy line on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah this, this is the only appearance of Elsa and Honor, who doesn't even get a last name, and... Uh, your pal Otto Chernak. Mm. Yeah, I love how too, and she's she's basically saying to him, the only reason we're having dinner is because I want to know how much money you're going to give to this cause, you know, this undersea <laughs> thing. It's like, um, wait a minute. So you're bagging on him because he's giving you a line, you know, trying to sweet talk you. But then on the other hand, you're just saying the only reason you're going on a date with him is because you want his money. Okay, gotcha. And and then Bruce says, uh, "Okay, well here I'll write you a hundred thousand dollar check." Now let's not talk about this. Uh, your boss that you're infatuated with. It's like, man, come on, Bruce. I mean, I've I've been dense. I've misread signals before, but come on, buddy. <laughs> yeah, he thinks a hundred thousand dollar check means uh, he's gonna get this chick. He says to her, "Let's not talk about Marius or anyone else. Only about you and me together, a couple." <laughs> she says, and- "Please, Bruce." <laughs> And I just noticed he's like literally holding the check up in front of her. <laughs> yeah, like waving it in front of her face. Like these these one hundred thousand clams can be yours, baby. If you know we hook up, it's like what you creep. <laughs> like you know, four issues ago you had Batgirl and Wonder Woman for free. Yeah, really. <laughs> and then I love how she uh, flips out and says, "Do you think this measly check buys my affections too, Mister Wayne?" Well, you're oh so wrong. And he grabs her and says, so it was all a game to get my money. You don't care a bit about me. Falling out of your bag, a Kraken talisman, like the one I left on Chernak. So then she pimp slaps him and says, hands off, buster. And then tries to pull a pistol on him, right? And when when he's talking about Chernak, I just, wouldn't that, uh, he, he's a little casual with his secret identity in this issue. Yeah, because the only other person that was there was Batman and the guy that's dead from the harpoon yeah. gun. So, but yeah, she slaps him and we get a whap. And then she says, there's something else in my bag. 
playboy, namely this. And she pulls out like a six shooter to try to shoot him. And uh, he says, good, good blazes. She is connected with those killers with everything that happened. And he goes, I hate being rough with the ladies. But then ladies don't pull snub nose 38s on gentlemen, do they? (laughs) (laughs) And he can't just say a gun. He has to say it's a snub nose 38. But it, 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 things still get worse for Bruce. She's uh, chucking him off the balcony in the next panel. Yeah, she calls him a clumsy clown, and like judo throws him off the balcony of like a, I'm assuming this is one of those like rooftop deals, right? It looked yeah. like it was it was pretty high up there. He mm-hmm. says, "Hey, eow." <laughs> but you, you know something that that I missed because I'm thinking like well, how how'd she take down Batman even if he was surprised? But you see which arm she's grabbing? It's the one it's the one where he took the spear to the shoulder. Oh, yeah. So maybe he's hurting still. Yeah, because it is like if you see like when he grabs her arm to knock the gun out of her hand, there's I don't know if they did this on purpose or maybe this I'm just reading into it. It kind of like you see this effect on the back of his head and shoulder shoulder and back there, almost like it's like vibrating a little. So I don't know if that means like when he's grabbing her, that's even hurting him, like causing him some kind of pain. Yeah, could could be because they I mean, they don't forget about the wound to the shoulder. They make multiple references to it in in this issue. So that's, uh, you know, I I think sometimes older stories get a bad rap for not focusing on the details. But I mean, at least that detail, they uh, they kept that pretty consistent. Yeah. And she does look over the balcony and you can clearly see he's not there. But there's like this other little part underneath there where he kind of grabbed onto. And I like how there's some dude in this like office or whatever (laughs) looking at him. It's like, what is this clown doing out here? (laughs) See, I I thought, I don't know, I guess depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I I guess I guess he is looking at him. I thought the guy was, you know, just looking, you know, completely oblivious and that he was like looking at something inside. But I guess you're you're probably right. He he is kind of looking like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, And then he, uh, you know, references the shoulder hurting again. And uh, he gets out of that little bit of a jam there and then uh, follows her. And he says, just as I suspected, Marius and Chernak were in on the new Marine City together. But then Chernak was put out of the way. And somehow Elsa and Marius were in on it. And then that next panel there. I don't know. That doesn't really look very Bruce Wayne to me. I don't know. That looks kind of sinister or evil. It doesn't really look like uh, Bruce. Jealousy is an ugly look on you, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> okay, Brucey. Or, yeah, okay, Brucey, Brucey boy. <laughs> Brucey boy. Let's go find some answers. He calls himself Brucey boy. What? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. And then uh, we uh, chime into the uh, Marius Enterprises. Uh, and we see uh, this Elsa girl talking to uh, this guy, you know, who turns out to be somebody uh, a little more uh, different than we thought he was here. And right now, he just seems like this, you know, scheming kind of power and money hungry kind of guy here. But he's uh, he's got more than that behind him, doesn't he? Yeah. He, well, he's wearing an ascot, so you know he's trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he and he has a sneer. <laughs> oh yeah. But, but yeah, he's uh, he's prepping for Operation Kraken. So apparently he's going to loot the money from New Marine City and then steal all the expensive stuff they bought in there because he's a pirate, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This guy, this guy, uh, he'd take down Johnny Depp. He's a, he's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a king pirate. But yeah, for some reason, Bruce didn't change into Batman. He thought it would be smarter or better for some reason to snoop as you know just Bruce Wayne, and he thinks to himself, Elsa, she's nothing but Marius Pawn, a willing one who helped him knock off Chernak. I hope I hoped I was wrong. And he goes, but now I know why Chernak was killed and the truth about New Marine City. 
And they're still uh, looking at each other inside there, uh, Elsa and uh, well, not his well, his real name's uh, Orm, but what's his uh, his fake name here? Uh, Marius. Uh, I, he no, he's going by Orm Marius. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She she calls it him him Orm. So uh, I'm I'm just impressed by a uh, you know Bruce. I mean, I know he's trying to solve a crime, but he really needs to be taking some lessons from Orm uh, in impressing the ladies. You know, she says, I, I finished a painting for you. And he says, you mean you have other talents besides beauty and treachery? <laughs> of course, the two things every uh, man is looking for in a woman, right? <laughs> my, my, my theory I'm going to toss out on why Bruce doesn't change into Batman is, for once, he didn't have the costume. He was that head over heels for this lady. He's like, nope, no murder investigations tonight. Uh-uh, buddy. Tonight is all about romance for Bruce for Brucey boy. <laughs> well, I mean, she is the most beautiful girl in the world. That's what he said. So, yeah, you know, even he can get taken. But yeah, she painted this crazy picture of him dressed up in his uh, secret uh, evil disguise here, right? As Ocean Master. That's a pretty good painting. She's pretty good. Yeah. She should do paintings instead of modeling. Yeah, it's 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 very lifelike. <laughs> it actually does look like a person standing. There. Yeah, I mean, but he flips out, like, right? Yeah, well, I mean, she's like got Neil Adams level talent here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like she is Neil Adams. <laughs> almost, yeah, she kind of so, looks like Ginger from Gilligan's Island to me a little bit. Well, the the beauty of Ginger, the artistic skills of Neil Adams. What a <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, Orm is not happy a, at all. Uh, says you should have known if anyone saw this before Operation Kraken is completed, it would ruin everything. And he takes a knife to it. Oh, gosh, yeah, I didn't. Man, I totally missed that. Yeah, what a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, dude, just cover it up, you know, roll it up, you know, cover it up, roll it up in like one of those tubey things that people send posters through the yeah. mail. <laughs> Nobody's going to care or find that or see that, dude. Come on, mail it to yourself or something. Well, also, unless he slashed it some more off panel, it just looks like a, a mangled painting of Ocean Master now. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> oh man but yeah so uh, bruce is then so marius was, has another identity one that's somehow familiar like they say the plot thickens maybe i'd better stir things up a bit what why would he say that and then do this this is insane i i have no idea uh I mean, maybe uh maybe he you know lost more blood than we thought from the spear wound or i mean i, I don't know but uh I'm still having fun with it. <laughs> yeah, he's, I don't know if he's, like, not punch drunk, but love drunk or something here, but... Yeah, he, I mean, I, I, I don't know. He's like, well, maybe if I intervene now, she'll still love me. I, uh... Yeah, at some point, I, I do get the impression he does think maybe if I, you know, do this or that, I can get her away from this evil guy, but we see that doesn't work in the end either. No. But yeah, he says, all right, the charade is over, and she says... Bruce, Bruce Wayne, but you're... And he goes, dead? No, gorgeous. Surprise, surprise. I'm still inhaling and exhaling. No thanks to you. Now I'm making a citizen's arrest of both of you for murder and fraud. What? Come on, man. <laughs> a citizen's arrest. Oh, man. Yeah. Marius, uh... you have no proof or your charges of your charges, Mr. Wayne. We both have alibis for tonight. Elsa was with you, correct? And then, of course, I was in a business meeting to which willing witnesses will swear. Still, you might cause me trouble. Take him down. He knows too much. And a secret kind of uh, door opens, and here we go. Thrift store Aquaman enters the picture. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't look drunk now. Now he looks hungover. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I I don't know. I mean, you know, I I guess kudos to him for uh, or Orm for knowing that uh, he can't uh, go around Gotham City incognito dressed in bright orange and green fish scale pants. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about about Aquaman, you know, casual Friday Aquaman that uh, makes me snicker a little. Yeah, Bruce and, right and away. We have, then we have Bruce's uh, second near secret identity slip. Aquaman, you know me, Bruce Wayne, you know who I really, stay back. <laughs> yeah, I thought to myself, I'm sure at some point in some, well, I guess I shouldn't say I'm sure because this is a Haney written comic, but I wouldn't be surprised if at some point, you know, like in a other wild comic at some point over the years, whether it was World's Finest or Justice League or something, maybe. I, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know when Bruce ever met Aquaman. I mean, Batman, I'm sure, right? Yeah, well, that was one of the things um, I, I told you. I ended up uh, looking up, trying to find an answer to something that confused me in here. And I found a blog called Attack of the 50-Year-Old Comic Books. And um, uh, it's written by a Alan Stewart uh, about mm -hmm. four, four years ago. And he talked about how um, at, at that point, some members of the League knew each other's identities. But, but he doesn't think uh, Batman and Aquaman, you know, were that mm -hmm. close or knew each other's identities. He, he chalked it up to you got one issue to establish these characters and get them working together. And so he, he needed, uh, I guess he needed Batman out of costume, but Aquaman to know who he was. Yeah. It's kind of crazy, but <laughs> yeah. So Aquaman just comes over and starts like threatening to attack him and Bruce punches him and it doesn't even phase him. He says, stay away. And then punches and says, Good blazes. He took that like a zombie, never flinched. <laughs> what? Well, oh, I mean, you gosh. know, Aquaman is is strong. You know, like like I said, people always dismiss him as the guy who talks to fish. And I wish I could remember where it was. But, you know, Peter David wrote Aquaman for a while in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And something th that I read, he, he wrote, you know, it's kind of unfair the, the bad rap that Aquaman gets because... Uh, you know, you put Aquaman in, say, Gotham City and spritz him up with water and he's good to go. You put Batman on the bottom of the ocean, he's going to have some problems. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a bat deep sea submersible, um, <laughs> you know, but, yeah. but he needs some help. Whereas, you know, Aquaman, if he stays hydrated, he can function you know, pretty much anywhere. And it's not just communicating with fish. I mean, he's strong, you know, he's durable. He's he's not he's a smart guy. You know, he's a king. He's a leader of men, fishmen, but, um, you know, so, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not that surprising that, uh, that a, a punch even from Batman might not phase Aquaman. Yeah. Well, at least might not take him out in one shot. Aquaman definitely phases him because he throws yeah. him up against the wall and knocks him completely out. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's that darn shoulder again. Mm -hmm. And then Bruce wakes up with his face right in Aquaman's buttocks. <laughs> It's like, what, what a way to wake up, huh? <laughs> a fishy backside. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where am I now? Aquaman, carry me some. It's like, you got all that from his back pocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A pile driver pounding in the support columns for New Marine City. Oh, no, he's going to toss me under it. And then he actually does look like he's going to do it. But all of a sudden, uh, Bruce kind of flips back over him and says, dead end, but not for me. And he says, Aquaman, what's happened to you? You're like a murdering zombie. And he says, Bruce, you must understand I wasn't going to kill you. Only fake it to fool Marius. He's watching. And Bruce, I don't believe you. 
<laughs> <laughs> They're not very good friends, apparently, right? <laughs> no, no, not at all. It's like, yeah. So, you know, when Bruce uh, pulls a match as Malone, it's okay, but Aquaman goes undercover and, uh, or, you know, is playing along. And uh, no, 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 you can't do that. Come on, yeah, Bruce. I, I don't you believe you. Aquaman, you must. Didn't I help you before by sending the fish to save you? Look, Marius's car, he's coming. He goes, then there's only one way for both of us. And Bruce charges at him and knocks him onto the crazy pile driver. And then in the next panel, all you see is Marius and Elsa. And he has his pistol out that he's going to shoot them. And uh, the pile driver came down and you see like one of their jackets there. And they're like, well, I guess they uh, bit the bullet. And he's like, farewell, seeking. <laughs> and I'm thinking, you're not even going to go check to make sure they're dead. Okay. Yeah, I mean, shouldn't there be some, you know, Blood mushy thing. stuff down there? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. That that was another one. Looking at it in color, I, I can see a little better. In black and white, I thought it was just the water. So, yeah. But, 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 yeah, no, it's 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 not. So, yeah, it, it's hard to – I mean, I, I guess it does make sense if he thought they were under the pile driver, why he thought they were dead. Because at first I was like, why, why aren't you checking if uh, – you know, why are you assuming Aquaman's dead because he fell in water? <laughs> I mean, there were some bullets too, but uh, I guess I guess that was that was my mistake. But yeah, it, it's still. I mean, you know, I know I know villains are notoriously not very thorough in checking to see that their death traps work, but uh, that seems that seems a little careless. Yeah, or they'll tell you everything they're going to do to you just so you can figure out a way to get out of it before it happens. Yeah. That's, that's another good trope there. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, and, but yeah, they... then we get the pre-crisis origin of Ocean Master, who I got to admit I was not very familiar with. Yeah, I don't really know much about this guy at all, uh, especially from the comics. So this was this was cool. There's a whole page here where, you know, sets everything up and Batman is with Aquaman. And like you said, at this point, he must know Bruce Wayne is Batman because the two of them kind of escape together here. And then it says one hour later in Gotham Police headquarters, a haggard, disheveled man pours out a fantastic story. And there's Aquaman still in his, you know, civvies. And uh, Bruce is now changed into Batman with Commissioner Gordon there, and he says, all right, Batman, I owe you an explanation. And he uh, basically goes on to say about, uh, you know, a long, <laughs> he's like a Star Wars guy here. Yeah. It begins long, long ago. <laughs> so, yeah, but he says about my Atlantean mother died, and my father married a woman from your air-breathing world. I'm like, why does it have to be their air-breathing world? Why isn't it the surface world or a, a, a <laughs> regular human? Like, no, the air-breathing world. Okay. And he says, then my half-brother Orm was born. Of course, he could not inherit my water-breathing powers, which he resented deeply. But, like, I don't get that. Just because uh, only one of the parents, like, only one of Namor's parents is, you know, Atlantean, and he has all the powers in the world. Well, I I believe, and I, I was a little confused by this, um, his dad was not, Aquaman's dad was not Atlantean. Now, in mm. the modern stories, his dad, or, I, I mean, maybe I'm thinking of the movie, but I thought this was in the comics, his dad was like a lighthouse keeper and his mom was Atlantean. Um, at this point, and I, I can't remember where I read it, but his, his dad was like a wizard. Oh boy. But he was not Atlantean. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, you know, Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, I do like how you can see just in a few panels here though, uh, Haney and Neil Adams, you know, visually then too, they really, you know, get the point across that uh, Orm really hates Aquaman because, you know, they're brothers but or half-brothers, but he doesn't have any powers at all, and he's trying to, like, swim and do all this crazy stuff that Aquaman does that he can't. Has to keep getting saved by him, but 
Um, he goes, so Orm grew up resenting me, even hating me. Then an accident took away his memory, made him into a criminal amnesiac. So there you go, kids. Don't ever get amnesia because you're going to turn evil. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so so he hates him but doesn't know he's he's his brother. That's a uh, man, that's all kinds of soap opera layers right there. And I got to be honest, too. Like if when I was like a kid, if I would have known, like giving somebody a, a clobber over the head would have turned them into an amnesiac criminal, I would have been doing that to everybody I didn't like. Oh, yeah, man. Amnesia is so convenient in uh, in comics and TV and stuff like that. I was like, oh, there's a there's a bully on the playground. As soon as he turns around, whack. You know what I mean? Like, how it has really been, I would have been out of hand with that one. I'm glad I didn't have that information back then. <laughs> maybe maybe Doctor Wortham was onto something about the bad influence of comics. You know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see Aquaman in prison here, with, talking to I guess the warden, and he says he's paroled in your custody, Aquaman. But be careful, he's hopeless, vicious to the core. And Aquaman says, I'll do my best to change him, Warden. And you see this, uh, like, really skeevy face on uh, Orm, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that that is not the face of a man who wants to change. No, and then Aquaman monologues, or I guess he's talking to Bruce and Commissioner Gordon. He says, but nothing changed Orm. And though he no longer knew me as his brother, he still hated me. And I thought, why? Uh, I, I don't get that. Maybe because he was paroled into his custody and he keeps telling him to be a better man. <laughs> or maybe he just doesn't like green and orange, you know, you know, yeah. they, they set him off. <laughs> uh, and what does he say? Uh, then he vanished to turn up years later as Ocean Master, my greatest enemy. And then we see a panel of uh, them fighting each other. And Ocean Master says, you've wrecked my ship and my plans, but you won't fight me man to man. Why? And uh, he's thinking to himself, I can never harm my own flesh and blood. Never. But uh, what do we ever figure out when? Uh, he regains his memory. Does it ever say about that? I'm I'm not sure. Does does he does he refer to him? Yeah, no, it it does because he refers to him as his brother. Or Elsa does. So yeah, it it doesn't doesn't go through that. There's a after that initial the flashbacks on this page, it, things get a little confusing for me. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we... it, it never establishes when he uh, mm -hmm. when when he gets his memory back. Yeah, and then he says about how uh, my beloved wife Mira, my queen, vanished, abducted by mysterious humanoids. And then he thinks, I must find her. Even I have to search the seven seas. And all of a sudden he goes, uh, he sees a scuba swimmer and is trying to spear a narwhal. Uh, it almost looks like a swordfish or something. I don't know what oh, the heck that a, even is. Okay, a narwhal. And uh, and uh, I... I uh... I don't know a lot about narwhals, but I, I did uh, I did write a comic, a web comic that featured a narwhal as a villain. Oh, that's great! <laughs> it's it's a it's an aquatic mammal who basically the, people refer to him as like the unicorns of the sea, although it's actually mm. a long tooth, the same thing sticking out of their their head. Um, if you really really want to know about narwhals, uh, Jesse Starcher is is the guy to talk about talk to about it. Um, he's a big narwhal fan. Oh boy, <laughs> that's great! Yeah, actually, it looks like actually, um, I, I just hope he he listens to this uh, and appreciates that. It's it's kind of a running joke we have. <laughs> that's but, uh, great. but yeah, not, yeah, narwhals are real and they're spectacular. So yeah, Aquaman sees this guy trying to shoot this uh, animal here, so he just like rams into him to stop him, and then all of a sudden the next panel says, 
but my fury had betrayed me, and aboard the oceanography ship, the horror of my deed was revealed to me. And we see the captain saying, this is Dr. Simon Link, the marine biologist. He was tagging narwhals for migration studies. Aquaman, you killed him. And he says, killed him? But I didn't mean to. I thought he was a poacher. But again, you thought he was a poacher, but it was okay to kill him and not just, yeah. you know, wait a minute, what? But, you know, this, you know, I, I said earlier, you, you kind of think of Aquaman as this lighter, lighthearted character. But, you know, like I've said before, I was not a DC guy growing up, really. I didn't get into DC till, till I was more in, in college. So I haven't mm -hmm. read a lot of older Aquaman stuff. But so you've got, you know, involuntary manslaughter here. And then sometime <laughs> before 1980, Black Mana killed Aquaman and Mera's baby. And we, we think dark, grim and gritty comics were, you know, a, a more recent invention. But my gosh, Aquaman <laughs> had some some dark stuff going on. And this was before yeah. Peter David uh, had him lose his hand to piranhas. Yeah, you're not kidding. So he says the crew tried to put me in irons, but I escaped. I had to keep searching for Mira. But then all of a sudden, nearby, he runs into Ocean Master. Hmm. And he says, I witnessed your crime, golden hair. You noble hypocrite. Rage and evil live in you, too. You are no better than I am. And I, I don't know. This It goes off the rails a little bit for me here. This is Haney going a little too wild. So he says, Aquaman then thinks to himself, Orm's taunts tore at me like a tidal wave. It was true. In my righteous wrath, hadn't I become corrupted? Hadn't I killed? And then he says, and I am not Orm's brother, the taint of evil, the tragic flaw. It's in the blood. It always been there, submerged, and now it's surfaced. So all it took was this situation to take somebody who was a hero for how long to just flip out and become like a willing slave to an evil person. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I guess um, kudos for, for trying something other than he hypnotized me or he, he <laughs> drugged me. But I mean, I don't know. That's that's quite a leap. Yeah, it's almost like he just has like a like a nervous breakdown. Yeah. And, then, and thinks to himself, then, well, I guess I'll just do whatever Ocean Master tells me because, you know, I can't find Mira. She's dead or whatever, I guess. And I did kill some guy by accident. So, yeah. well, I guess I'll do the bidding of an evil person. Yeah. Oh, okay, if I was sure. like Orm, then I must join him. Do as he did. Do as he ordered. So be it. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, what? That's 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 a I don't even know if I can say that's a leap. That's like a. Yeah. You know, like a before Superman could fly kind of leap, like leaping yeah. a tall building or something. That is really, really a big stretch there. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And hey, let me let me ask you. Um, I notice in a lot of these, um, there's a space down at the bottom, like in the the hoopla version, it it has a Batman Brave and the Bold logo. Was that yes. for an ad in the original printings or? Yes, usually those were the ads for sure. Yep. Okay, that's that, that, that's what I was thinking because you know I almost wonder if they were like, well, Bob, we could explain that he was hypnotized or drugged, but we have to get this ad in here, so you're going to have to speed it up a little. <laughs> yeah, Commissioner Gordon's funny. He says, "Amazing, who'd have ever dreamed over grief over his wife and guilt over that homicide? He didn't homicide. He didn't kill anybody on purpose. You idiot." <laughs> homicide and you're the police commissioner he goes it unhinged his mind so well, that, yeah that was gordon what? just explaining gordon just confirming like okay in case you guys didn't get it aquaman felt really bad and just kind of gave up and lost it a little 
Yeah, and then Batman's talking to Gordon here, but the speech bubble almost looks like it's going to Gordon and not Batman, which is yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, then he's he's got some dramatic dialogue. Somehow we've got to free Aquaman of his delusions, return him to health, and quickly. But how? How does one wash the mind of a sea king? (laughs) How does one indeed, Batman? (laughs) But he does say to Commissioner Gordon as well, uh, a neat and correct diagnosis, Commissioner, except for one thing. He's not guilty. So, okay, is uh, is Batman saying that because he really didn't kill that guy? That's what I was thinking. So maybe Batman, you know, since he knows a lot of stuff, he knows that that uh, what was it a biologist or a doctor Dr. or whatever Simon he was. Link. Yeah, maybe he the marine biologist. Maybe he's heard of him and knows that he was just hurt and he's not dead. Okay, if that's the case, then let's just uh, see what happens here. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This can you explain this next page, man? Because I don't know. <laughs> well, they got a doctor who. I thought was the same doctor that helped Batman out after he got speared in the shoulder. But looking at it now with the, yeah, I, I, I think it is, but it, it, it's hard to tell. Um, otherwise there, there's just another police doctor who does questionable things off the books for commissioner Gordon. Um, so they get him to inject Aquaman with some kind of drug or, or feed him some kind of drug Mm-hmm. And Mara and Dr. Link appear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Only... this is it's yeah. crazy. I mean, that's a great page visually, but this oh, is, yeah. this Ab- is insanity. Absolutely. But so Mara's like, nope, I'm here. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Aquaman's like, yeah, but I still killed that guy. No, no, it was a plot of Orms. He tricked you. Evil, false Orm. And, and here's Dr. Link right here. And so then we get the doctor saying, well, the drug's wearing off. Whatever he saw under the drug's influence, he'll remember as reality, if all goes right. That, that seems ethical. Um, mm, and this is all under the, the police commissioner's watch here, too. Yeah. Okay. The police sure. commissioner who was dressed as Dr. Link <laughs> and Mara as portrayed by the girl, uh, the woman Batman stood up, Honor. Bruce, yeah! He was supposed to go out with her, and he didn't. Uh, can you imagine getting that phone call? Hey, uh... How about you come down here and play dress up like cosplay to a drugged guy so we can convince him his <laughs> memories are false? What? Yeah. like. And then she <laughs> says, I did it for you. And Aquaman, Batman, when you see Bruce Wayne again, tell him he's a fool. And I've closed out the playboy phase of my life forever. I'll tell him. <laughs> so, I mean, that tells me that Bruce Wayne's the one who, who called her. It wasn't just Batman like, hey, Commissioner Gordon. I know this lady who's a dead ringer for Mara. Um, y- you should call her up. But Bruce Wayne called and said, hey, I need your help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and again, what it never weighed on anybody's conscience here. Like the, this doctor, the real doctor, I mean, that pumped Aquaman full of drugs or uh, the woman, um, Honor. Like, you know, why don't you talk to somebody from Internal Affairs or something about this? Something's yeah. not something's not right here. <laughs> Gotham and, Police Department's, I don't know. And but but what really bugged me is, you know, from this point on, we get no more mention of Dr. Link. And I'm like, wait, so Batman just told Aquaman he didn't kill this guy because he thinks Ocean Master is is a bad dude. It, and and Batman's just ignoring this dead guy? And yeah, so, that's what I was. I didn't get it. I'm thinking, did he really kill him? It seems like he did, because if he didn't really kill him, why didn't he just prove to him that he's still alive? Yeah. Um, 
and the this uh, is crazy. Yeah. Now th- that's where that's where I found the uh, Attack of the Fifty Year Old Comic Books blog because I was there was there was something in the uh, the showcase edition, and I think it was actually just a it was just a, an ex- exclamation point. But I thought it might have been an asterisk that they just didn't reprint the editor's note. But no. But I did find on this blog there was a story going on in Aquaman where he was searching for Mara, and apparently this thing with the Doctor happened over there too. Wow. So there is an explanation for it, one that I'd really like to read. But so I, I assume that's why they just dropped that. I mean, you know, I wasn't expecting like, you know, an in-depth investigation. But, but yeah, like, like you said, why drug him when you could just say, oh, no, dude, he's alive. See? Um, yeah. Of course, you had to get Honor back in there, which, I mean, let me just say the, the stuff with Aquaman and Ocean Master, that's interesting. I'm more intrigued by by the whole love triangle with Batman and Batman, you know, blowing off this woman who will just, you know, dress up in in a fish outfit to uh, help superheroes <laughs> at the drop of a hat. And I'm, I'm like, man, Bruce, you really picked the wrong girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, apparently they just have uh, Mara costumes sitting around, too, that you can just play dress up with. Yeah. I mean, what? But, but yeah, I'm I'm getting. I, I'm I'm getting interested in in Bruce's personal life. It's like um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie Escape Plan. Uh, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. It was like a big deal because mm. it was the first time outside of those Expendables cameos that they'd really shared the screen. And um, interesting because Schwarzenegger doesn't play himself in the movie. He like he doesn't act like every Arnold Schwarzenegger character. But you know, so the main attraction is Stallone and Schwarzenegger. Meanwhile, I'm paying attention to the people that Stallone works with back in his office. His wife as played by Amy Ryan and a hacker played by Fiddy Scent. <laughs> Boy. I'm like, forget Schwarzenegger and Stallone. I want to see these two solve crimes together. <laughs> yeah. So that's this like, is you just... know, I'm I'm cool with Aquaman going crazy and then fighting Ocean Master, but I really want to know more about uh about this uh, situation Bruce Wayne has gotten himself in and Batman's personal life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it's funny too because after uh, you know that whole scenario we just talked about, uh, Aquaman finally wakes up from his drugging and he says, "Batman, Commissioner Gordon, why are we wasting time? Orb or Marius must be stopped." And there's a uh, you know Commissioner Gordon right away pulls out his piece, and <laughs> Aquaman says, "I have one condition: Orb must not be harmed, even if it means he escapes." And Commissioner Gordon says, "What? I can't guarantee that. He's a criminal, a cold-hearted killer." Batman says, Commissioner, we've no choice. Aquaman, I'll guarantee your brother's safety. Now, let's go. And I'm thinking, oh, so Batman just overwrote Commissioner Gordon? That's how it works? Yeah, probably. But uh, <laughs> Gordon doesn't seem too worried about it because they're not even out of the room. And and Gordon's like, Captain, I want the tactical squad. Fully armed. Riot conditions. We leave to back up Batman in 20 minutes and make sure if Orm Marius resists. Shoot. Shoot to kill. <laughs> Yeah, so he doesn't give a crap about any deal Batman's made with Aquaman. That's awesome. And apparently Batman is not that worried about the Gotham police, about not being able to stop the Gotham Police Department either. (laughs) No. As as far as Aquaman's... Oh, go ahead. You like that panel at the bottom there of that page, man. That's really cool with Orm and then Elsa and everything. That's nice. Yeah, definitely. Very very dramatic looking for someone wearing a goldfish mask. (laughs) And pumping his fist and... The other one's on his hip, and Elsa's there in the background. She's looking pretty good, too, though. Yeah, but that really looks like he just skinned a fish and opened it and cut eye holes in it. 
Yeah, it does look kind of creepy, but I love how he starts, you know, monologuing here about how tough he is oh, yeah. and everything's going to work out. And then all of a sudden, I think not brother. But again, up until this point, we've never seen that Orm knew in this comic that he was still Aquaman's brother because he'd still been turned evil by a concussion, I thought. Right. Well, yeah, but but Elsa did refer to him as his brother when they fell under the pile driver. Yeah. yeah Orm oh, I'm sorry. Brother, too. But but yeah, we we still don't know where he went from criminal amnesiac to uh, memory intact uh, or criminal with a memory. And then on page eighteen here, Orm says, "Aquaman, Batman." So your double demise was a ruse. Um, that was Aquaman and Bruce Wayne. Well, I th- that confused me at first too. But I think Ocean Master thought uh, Batman died at the docks. Oh, okay. When, I got when he you. fell in the water, so uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll we'll say that Aquaman had the fish deposit him a little farther down the way. So I, <laughs> yeah, that that confused me too because I was like, wait a minute, but uh, but yeah, I think he was under the impression that Batman died at the docks. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But he says your scheme to turn me into a guilt-ridden pawn was clever, Orm. But now I'm myself again. So uh, they uh, get into a bit of a battle here. Like they're going to like jump on Orm and start beating the crap out of him. But he's got a trap door in the floor that leads to an aquarium. <laughs> Which at, at first I was like, oh, really? That's your that's your solution to uh, trap Aquaman in an aquarium? What are you going to do next? Drive Batman into a bad neighborhood and drop him off? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sharks, mores, Orm's ambassadors of death. <laughs> what oh that's so great but orm has orm has thought of this he uh his brother's powers won't work on fish whose responses i've changed but huh yeah and how did he do that <laughs> comic books <laughs> yeah he, he aquaman speaks uh atlantean and now all of these uh fish speak like mandarin or something i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so that's why they don't understand them and he goes he says to elsa does the spectacle does the spectacle terrify you elsa it shall soon be over and she says orm i'd i'd rather not look so now all of a sudden she's a wuss she's throwing people off of balconies pulling pistols on people but because a bunch of fish are going to eat batman and aquaman she she can't (laughs) look okay Mm. Batman, he can't keep this up. He can't breathe. Wait, he's taking a breathing device from that fantastic utility belt of his. <laughs> he's safe for the moment. Uh-oh, and you then, spoke too soon. <laughs> yeah, he, he, I, I, I like how uh, how Haney in the narration is like you know, is giving commentary to the characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and then so we see like a squid grab Batman here, and. Aquaman then starts to try to use his powers again, and he says, my telepathic power must work now, or Batman will be crushed. So for some reason, it wouldn't work two minutes ago, but it will work now, because he says it will work now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Sure. (laughs) Sounds believable, right? (laughs) He's going to fish telepathy hard. Yeah, so he's just able to control that shark enough to bite the squid to free Batman. (laughs) Yeah, that's wild, too. It does take a chunk out of the squid, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then, what does Batman do? I thought he was, like, releasing the squid's ink, but apparently he just had some black dye in the utility belt, too. 
Mm -hmm. I thought like, it looked from that panel. If you don't look at the uh, the caption box there, the, or the word bubble there, thought bubble, I almost thought he was like, you know, had some kind of poison and he was sticking it into the squid to kill the squid. Yeah, that that's that's what I thought he was doing. But uh, I, I don't know the, the way I'm looking at it now or, or that he was cutting into the squid to release the, the ink. But uh, hey, whatever Batman was or was not doing to the squid is nothing compared to uh, the preservation tactics of the Gotham City Police Department. Yeah, this is great. So an alarm goes off and Orm says the warning light, the sub is here. But regrettable, so are the police. And then Gordon screaming, that tank, good heavens, fire, break it, man, fire. And they, with their machine guns, blast the crap out of it. And, of course, all the you know fish come out and probably die. And uh, the squid. But not the squid. <laughs> yeah, the squid is still, like, you know, half alive. And it's like, you know, I'm going to pull, like, a, you know, a B-movie kind of deal here and start killing people. And Gordon, kill that thing. Batman, you okay? <laughs> <laughs> Gotham City Police Department mowing down marine life. I mean, I gotta be honest. If I was a cop and I got to like rush into a place like this and there was a giant squid there, I I, I think I wouldn't mind doing that too. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have a mess to clean up though. Yeah, so they blast the crap out of this squid with machine guns, two of the cops. <laughs> and then Batman says, Hold it. He's using the girl as a shield. And there's like dead fish all over the place which is yeah. great and orm is hiding behind elsa now you'd think he could have just left while they were killing all the fish <laughs> yeah that, yeah it seems like a lot of time elapsed during there so why didn't he and he's because he's literally right next to the door that he does sneak yeah. through and then this this is literally my favorite panel of the entire <laughs> book this is my favorite haneyism right here i'm calling it we get a caption box that says but a rookie policeman thinking he has a clear shot at Ocean Master fires and he shoots the chick. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, holy crap. And Orm's like, see you later, toots. You were good for a shield. I'm out of here. And he just yeah, runs. Like 25 years before Keanu Reeves <laughs> advised us to shoot the hostage. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that caption box. And it does show this cop yeah. and he's got his gun and he's shooting a rookie policeman, and he looks like a pretty hardened rookie, I gotta admit. <laughs> well, it is Gotham City. I mean... He's he, he seen some crap. Yeah. <laughs> His first I mean, month on the job. He just watched a squid die, for crying out loud, in a hail of gunfire. <laughs> mm, so, yeah, and then this is even great, too. This is, as if that wasn't enough. Again, most comic book writers would have been like, that's it, Orm got away through that hatch. Nope, not Haney. They go through the hatch. Moments later, or moments after Gordon's men blast the hatch open, so they had to blast the hatch open. And in the meantime, you know, Orb's already in this sub. How did he not get away yet? But he still didn't. <laughs> uh, maybe I had to use the bathroom the or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Batman, we're too late. The sub's going down. And Gordon, I'm prepared for that. Officer, use the bazooka. <laughs> what? Thank goodness the bullets worked on the squid or he wouldn't have been able to shoot the submarine. <laughs> Holy crap. And he goes, Aquaman. No, I said he was not to be harmed. So the cop using the bazooka then uh, blasts the ceiling. And he goes, it made him miss. Batman, quick, grab Aquaman. No, Commissioner, let him go. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess Gordon was going to try to arrest Aquaman. So long, Batman. Thanks for everything, Aquaman says. <laughs> <laughs> and Commissioner Gordon, gone. Both of them. And here's Batman sassing him. Relax. I agree not to harm Ocean Master. Aquaman is still honoring the bond between him and his evil brother. 
So must we. There's a different law for them. Ocean Master will pay for his crimes in their world. So he can commit crimes in the surface world, the air breather world, but we can't do anything about it. Okay, Batman. Yeah, well, we all know that Batman is uh, known for his easygoing, flexible nature. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, what you, just know, you just know Batman's thinking, I don't have time for this. I got to go check on Elsa and uh, see if we can patch things up. Yeah, I got to get with this chick. So he says, besides, Marius didn't have time to loot the new Marine City. All he got away with was his scheming life. We accomplished our main objective. And I'm thinking, um, what about that? Uh, what was his name? Chernow or Chernak Chernow. guy? Yeah, yeah. He had people killed here, Bruce or, or Batman. Sorry, and Gordon. Also, there's got to be some wildlife violations uh, back in that uh, in that room. <laughs> yeah, they'll just probably take a match to the place, and that'll be the end of that. <laughs> uh, Gordon says, "I suppose you're right, Batman." Or I'm so. I suppose you're right, as usual, Batman. And like <laughs> you said, man, from that last one we talked about to this one, Gordon's a lot more. Uh, he's a lot more tame in this one. Yeah. The, uh, you know, Bruce Wayne will probably uh, buy New Marine City for salvage and then uh, donate a bunch of uh, exhibits to the Marine Wing of the Gotham City Museum of Natural History. And he'll just buy his way out of it. But it's great. Yeah. So the next page, the last page, it just says shortly. And Batman says, Miss Dubois, Elsa, my friend Bruce Wayne has influence. He can probably get you a shorter sentence. So again, we're talking about like corruption here. Great. Yeah. Uh, he says, you were under Marius' spell and a jury sometimes goes easy with a woman led astray by love. And then, and Batman, you know, he shoots a shot, but still, okay. He, he used her as a shield. He got her shot. He left her there to die. And she's like, no, I loved him blindly. He used me. But in his arms, I was alive. I dared everything. Nothing compares with that. And now I'm ready to pay for my foolishness. <laughs> I don't want your playboy's help. Playboy pal's help. <laughs> <laughs> so then here we go again. Gordon, how do you like that? You gave her a chance to be a tough rap and she put you down. Your pal Wayne must be really crazy about her. Eh, Batman? Batman? And it looks like Batman's like breakdancing, like he's going to throw a piece of cardboard down here or something. <laughs> I just I, I wanted, you know, there's another ad space at the bottom. I wish we had one more panel that was a close up with like a single tear coming out from under the cowl. <laughs> yeah, even a bat can cry or something. Yep, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, then, and then the next issue would have opened like with Bruce Wayne eating like an entire tub of ice creams, just staring at the TV and Alfred going, you really you really got to, you know, get up, take a shower. Come on, Batman. You need to get over it. <laughs> oh, man, that was awesome. So, yeah, this one was crazy. And, yeah, I'm glad you found that uh, that blog post, too, because, you know, like you say, it kind of helps a little bit with uh, some of the odds and ends here. But you, you still can't account for, you know, Haney. <laughs> yeah. But well, and, and what the what uh, Stewart said in his his blog, he you know, he was talking about how he didn't think it was established that Aquaman knew Batman was Bruce Wayne. And he said, but that's not surprising for Haney. You know, he and um, and the editor weren't really known for sticking to continuity. But then they tie it in with Aquaman, which I guess Haney had been writing, but had just recently left. Mm. Yeah, I do so, know. I do remember seeing he wrote some of that. So. So, yeah, but th th that that helped explain it a lot, because I, I said, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, we, we had some fun with the oh, I'll let him go or, uh, you know. 
all, all that stuff, but at, at least it, it made sense in the story, you know, whether, mm-hmm. and, but, but yeah, the, uh, oh no, Aquaman, you didn't kill Dr. Link. Uh, no, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's I, crazy. Yeah. I, I, I hope there was something out there to, to explain all that. And I, I feel like, feel like maybe there was, so. Mm. I just, I, I couldn't help but think back to, uh, to identity crisis. I'm like, you know, yeah. There's a time when Batman would think that messing with people's memories wasn't a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But again, I mean, dealing with pre and post crisis and different writers and, you know, 40 some years. Yeah. I mean, a lot of things can be explained, but Bob Haney is not one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I don't know if some of these would be half as fun as they are if if everything fit neatly. In there, I mean, you know, it, the the thing with Aquaman feeling guilty, and so he's working for Orm. I mean that that doesn't make sense, but at the same time, you know, good on him for trying something other than oh, the superhero was mind controlled, or you know, he he got an amnesia and couldn't remember who he was and was swayed. They use that one all maybe, the time. Maybe that's what runs in the family, not evil, but amnesia. <laughs> yeah, they both got the amnesia gene. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's crazy so if there was like one thing about this like one crazy part what would it be for you i i think it's batman calling up the girl he stood up on a date and asking her to pretend to be married (laughs) yeah that is like you said before that whole scene with commissioner gordon dressing up as that guy and everything that they're pumping him full of drugs that's that that is that's one of the craziest things i've ever seen haney doing a comic okay so we've got a scuba suit and you've got a mustache that looks like Dr. Link. Um, your your sketchy doctor has some psychotropic drugs. All we need is a redhead. Wait, I've got it. Yeah, Batman, do you know any redheads? Actually, uh, Bruce Wayne, my good friend, just stood one up the other night. Let me give her a call. And I happen to know she doesn't have any plans this evening. <laughs> yeah, it's like, or we can pump her full of drugs and make her do it. I mean, <laughs> at this point, is there anything they won't do? I mean. <laughs> hey, I, I, I want to spin off about the Gotham City police doctor. Mm, yeah, you talk about somebody that needs to be investigated. <laughs> yeah. Or, or maybe just, it was one of those crime doctors in lockup, and Gordon's like, wait a minute, I know a guy who can help us out on the down low. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's not even like a recurring guy either. It's just some random guy. But man, wouldn't that be cool if it was a recurring guy that did all this crazy stuff? That would be a good character. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man, mm. yeah. I, That'll 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 go in my pitch to DC right after New Fifty Two Gus Gorman. <laughs> but how about two like gunning down a squid, um, using a bazooka to try to blow somebody up? Like that was really crazy too, man. Oh yeah, that it's. I mean, at at first this one seems a little more down to earth than some of the others, but uh, once you start listing everything, it, it's just a different kind of crazy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, and I'm glad you picked this one because, like I said, I don't really know a whole lot about Aquaman either. So, definitely uh, talking about an issue with him was cool. I really like that too. I've, I found myself defending Aquaman a lot. Uh, like I said, I, I, after I read, you know, Peter David writing about him, it's like, hey, he he does get a bad rap. He is more than than talking to fish. And um, you know, I, I mentioned the uh, web comic I wrote uh, called Support Group. It's about a support group for people with lame superpowers. In case your version <laughs> doesn't go the way they show it in the comics. And we um, we went with with some friends of ours that, that make comics and went to a couple shows and people would be like, oh, cool, is Aquaman a member? 
And so when we finally got some of the, the pages printed in like an ash can, we put a, an FAQ in the back and one of them was, no, Aquaman's not a member. Uh, first of all, DC owns the rights to him. Uh, second of all, you know, Aquaman's more than, than just talking to fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Although we did. We did have a guy in the uh, in the second issue uh, named Captain Atlantis, who uh, was the guardian of Atlantis and had fantastical powers as long as he was in Atlantis. But he didn't know how to get there. Mm, my gosh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, my favorite Aquaman thing of all time and. I, I do like Aquaman, but I, I do like when people uh, bust on him, too, is. Oh, sure. Do you, rem- do you remember years ago when Cartoon Network was kind of uh, hitting it big and one of their uh, more popular shows was the Powerpuff Girls? Yeah. OK, didn't, so I didn't watch I, a lot of it, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I didn't watch a ton of it either, but there was a great commercial and I'm assuming it was just like to kind of spotlight them. And it started out, it showed. Uh, Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and they're like kind of roped up and they're being lowered into, you know, you know, who knows if it's a pit of acid or, you know, a pool of whatever. And Aquaman is trying to use his powers and he goes, Wonder Woman, my ability to talk to fish is of no use. And she kind of looks like, oh, boy, like (laughs) what's that going to do on dry land kind of busting on him? (laughs) So I I loved it. It was just a funny commercial. If I could find it, I'll send it to you. Okay. Yeah, that that sounds familiar. I uh, uh, another reason I have a soft spot for Aquaman is that that Aquaman uh, brought me together with my niece. Oh, okay. Um, she well, and she she's she's uh, by the time this releases, she'll, she'll be two years old. But uh, before she was one, and uh, she she loves my kids and everything. But she she was kind of hesitant about Uncle Evan, and uh, we I I bought half as a joke. Um, my brother and I went to to an Ollie's. You have Ollie's where you? Oh are? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we went to Ollie's, and they had a book called Bath Time with Aquaman. It was like this waterproof book, with <laughs> wow. old old school Aquaman, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm going to buy this for your daughter." And he goes, "Sure." I was like, two bucks." I'm like, okay. She loved it. We we were on vacation, and she was my buddy for the rest of the week. Wow, no way. Because 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 of bath time with Aquaman, like she she still reads it. I got her an Aquaman shirt for her birthday. So uh, yeah, Aquaman, uh, you know, created a family connection. A family bond there. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, man, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you would, you never would have thought, right? Not in a million years, probably. There you go. So, you know, he's a he's a real hero in my book. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, let's uh, we can wrap it up here if you've uh, if you're good to go on this one. Um, we actually just did uh, speaking of wrapping things up, just had a super blog team up uh, event. Uh, super blog team up goes to hell and. You know, you and I are both a part of that. So if anybody wants to look for that, definitely get on Twitter and uh, hashtag Superblog Team Up or hashtag SBTU. Definitely look for that out there because there was, you know, blog posts and podcast episodes and all sorts of fun stuff about that, wasn't there? Yes, indeed. And uh, I'll um um so my blog asterisk51.blogspot.com. Um, I had an entry in that, uh, and I did an episode with with Jesse, uh, who, who I've mentioned a couple times, and then. Uh, by the when when this comes out, I should have a follow up on there for uh, some some rare uh, DC content on my blog. Although it's a Marvel crossover, but uh, Jesse and I talked about the Batman Punisher Lake of Fire crossover from the '90s, and then I, I finally got around to reading many years later the follow up to that that uh, that Marvel did uh, with uh, Punisher Batman. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I sometimes I forget they did all those things in the 90s back when they were still kind of like on friendly terms. <laughs> yeah, I mean, now Marvel doesn't cross over with anybody but Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Yeah, Disney, now that Disney owns Marvel, man, you can forget it. It's going to be their way or the highway. I think that's yeah. how they're going to be from now until Doomsday. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's a shame because you miss out on, on some fun stuff, but I mean, I, I guess I can kind of understand it from Marvel because, you know, Marvel doesn't really need anybody to raise its profile right now. Yeah, it's just a shame that a lot of those crossover type things, you know, they're never going to get reprinted again. Yeah, I mean, it, they they had to move heaven and earth just to get what those 7,000 copies of JLA Avengers in honor of George Perez. Yeah, that was sad. I wish they would have done a lot more yeah. there. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of fun fun stuff uh, out there. But, uh, yeah, well, heck, I, I'm, I go for the back issue bins these days more than the, the new comic, the new release shelf anyway, so... Yeah, I think that's starting to be a running theme. Hopefully that'll turn around sooner than later, though. I I just really, you know, you don't want to see uh, new comics. Uh, you know, you want to see them keep going and thriving, even if yeah. it's not something right for me or you, you know. I, I still enjoy some stuff that comes out, but honestly, it's, you know, do you want to gamble $5 on a single issue that a lot of times delivers less than, you know, comics of 20 years ago? Or do you want to buy, you know, five back issues, uh, from eras that that you you know and love yeah price is a huge thing right yeah. now like you said i want to do $5. both Oof, yeah man. i i, I want to do both i mean there there is lots of new stuff out there but it's just uh you know i like to go with the uh, the safe money and then i mean you know my, my friend that has a comic shop i i feel guilty saying this but uh I'm reading more comics now than I ever have with, uh, you know, stuff like Hoopla and Marvel Unlimited and the the libraries around here have tons of trades. Um, I always tell them if I find something I like, I want to own it. So I'll, I'll eventually come to him and buy it. But uh, I'm, buy I'm reading more and buying a lot less than I ever have. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like you said, there's a lot of good resources now that there wasn't around years ago. So that's that's a big help. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't want to see it disappear, but uh, I just don't have the same. Uh, you know, urge to, to be there every, every Wednesday, uh, you know, not when there's all this brave in the bold that I can read for the first time. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. You're not see, kidding. See how I brought it back there. <laughs> <laughs> Good dovetail. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man. Well, if anybody's looking to find you specifically, other than your blog that you mentioned, uh, where can they find you at? Well, I, I occasionally, uh, pop up and, and run my mouth on uh, source material with with jesse um you've been kind enough to have me on a few episodes here um you can also follow me on twitter at evan underscore bevins and uh you know see uh that that's that's where i post a lot of my my uh blog stuff and my musings on comics and movies and whatnot yeah, so everybody definitely uh, get out there and give Evan a follow, and I will have all this stuff in the show notes, of course, you know, your blog and uh, your Twitter address and uh, all that kind of stuff, too, so everybody can check it out. So, uh, all right, man, well, thanks for joining me once again for this one, and, uh, yeah, we'll uh, have to find some more stuff to uh, talk about here because this is a lot of fun, especially when it's, you know, like we said, Brave and the Bold can't go wrong here, and especially when it's uh, Haney. You know there's always going to be something wild in there. Ab absolutely. For every what the heck, there's a, oh, man. That was great. <laughs> yeah, and then again, Jim Aparo, Neil Adams, it's the visual storytelling is always, you know, right on point too. So, you know, even if you think uh, Haney's stories are a little wild for you, man, you can just look at the artwork all day, right? Absolutely. 
All right. Well, that's going to wrap us up until next time. So once again, Evan, thanks for being on and uh, uh, we're going to get out of here. <laughs>